because I left you kind of on a cliffhanger in our previous episode. I'm back from outer space. <laughs> Who loves that song? I know I do. I'm going to go listen to it after. Um, I got in my mind the <laughs> this, uh, I need to finish watching it. It is a gentleman who's written a book and he also has a full episode on it. That's why I want to watch the short version and the long version. It's on boys and men. And he, I forget what he studies or what his title is, if there is one or not. So again, forgive me, my brain does not work with data like that, but I I will get it at a certain point because I know I want us to talk about it. And what reminded me of him and his talk, which is leading into how boys and men and this transformation that is in place right now is not leading to all aspects that are taking into consideration complete equality, which is why, as I stated, mature feminine will not be voicing feminine needs to rule. Anyone who's voicing anyone needs to rule is not a mature person, let alone a actual spirituality human being. When you look at spirituality from Sadhguru, when he talks about the feminine, he talks about the feminine, which, by the way, reminds me a lot of the right mode, seeing the patterns of the patterns and the parts of the parts. And even when we look at yin-yang, feminine and masculine energy, the, ma- the, the one that is masculine, destroys, it moves, it explodes, it wants to expand. I'm using different pieces of information that I've gathered throughout the years. Again, they are mixed up, but the feminine will make use of what's inside. And they will always use what's inside. And as Sadhguru points out, the feminine is the spirituality process because they're the ones that know how all the parts work together. They're not feeling threatened. They don't it, they don't want to use force, brute force. They, they use the inner. Okay, so all of this always leads me to remembering and stating mature feminine is only a human being who is fully an integrated mind because when I've seen what is moving into almost mature feminine, so an actual person who is pretty close, but they're not there just quite yet. And what this means is they're not aware of where they get into a spectrum that involves their own opinion. So they disengage for a minute from the simple put vision of all, and they prioritize whatever part that is still, in fact, within them, unexplored from an aspect of likes or dislikes. And that's where it can be, whether it be in a spirituality sense or a spiritual sense or a human sense. So it can be empirical in science people, as well as my metaphysics as a terrorism people or my yoga science people. And anyone who wants to talk about good spirituality like Sadhguru. And I'm not saying this to say anyone is a know-it-all. I'm saying this to say the mature feminine is not a know-it-all, which is what usually will get spoken. Like, you know how many times people will react with the implicit memory stuff or basically with a uh, brainstem that has some frustration in it that's arising 
And the words that come out of their mouths are, oh, I'm sorry, Miss Know-It-All. Oh, I'm sorry, Miss Perfect. Oh, I, I, I was a kid when I, w- I learned how not to really share because <laughs> apparently I was always trying to do stuff like that, which wasn't, in fact, in any way, shape, or form what I can remember from my body wanting to do. Obviously, people will have their own ideas. When I wrote that book as a, what was it, 13-year-old, you guys know I read it to you, where I said, I like to argue, that's not my words, or the word depressed, I go to a corner when I'm depressed, (laughs) I don't, I was like, when I read that, I'm like, okay, this is hilarious, the grown-ups who gave me words to use, and I'm using them, and this is why people, the experts, the ones who are in their lovely little psychoeducation suits. And, and I'm not trying to be, again, mean. I'm, I'm trying to say, yeah, they, they think they can make certain statements. And I, I get it. But what makes me laugh is that as long as anyone is wanting to make a statement upon another human being, they are not aware that they are not you. And this is where the, the, the implicit memory for those who have not accepted that the unknown is a consistent part of the meaning of life and of what it means to think and feel something through. They like to use the word be real, and then they use their social culture and whatever it is. This is where it could go on. I'm not even going to bother because I, I, I and any mature feminine will disengage. We don't have time to waste with children that want to prove their own ego is right. We don't care. We don't care about you wanting to prove why you feel okay with life. We get it. And that's actually, so it ain't about being cursed or doing something wrong when we don't meddle with states of consciousness. We learn how we don't want to waste our time with babies who don't accept that they don't like the unknown. And now they're out to say, oh, you, there's just, it's always personal, by the way, which is also why we we choose the right silence because we don't mean it, make it personal. We just, we're just having a conversation and all of a sudden we get, you know, so I, to this day, don't ever cross that line. I'm not going to waste my breath. I'm not going to waste my time. I don't, I don't care about, again, the, 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 it's not even about not caring. It's that the minute that that begins to happen, I don't have a person in front of me anymore. I have someone who's reacting and I don't want to have to be their babysitter. It's boring, not to mention uh, very, very, yeah, I'm 43. So for me, for example, I, I don't actually have any intellectual interest or emotional interest to engage with a baby. If I wanted babies, I, I'd, I'd have had them. Uh, humanity, it's a whole other buttload of things. And to make a difference right here, we're going to talk, talk, serious talk. So what I'm saying is, People who are mature feminines, the bigger picture is that anyone with an ego, if they don't know how to stay calm, their baby, we leave it alone. But back to the serious topic of this man who's presenting something very important, that those people who think of themselves as spiritually advanced are not. If they were, then they'd be quiet for a minute and listen to all sides of a story. And furthermore, they'd listen to the data. And that would mean whether you like it or not, you'd hear and you'd stop voicing that you think you know all the data. I don't know any data. I don't know shit. I know what I can know up till now. And that's about it. So here, that's why it's food for thought. And that's why I'll slap the label label pseudoscience all over it. I'm okay with that because I have food for thought. I'm not trying to prove points. Furthermore, I know it can help a person 
that wants to grow up to live a really fucking awesome life and it's not boring in the middle of the mountains i'm sorry i really don't find it appealing in any way shape or form i know that people who are out there love to be out in silence go enjoy it (laughs) if there's one thing i enjoy it's to be with people who are ready to live life and then to make a difference and no they're not all enlightened some of them have major major situations but they're supportive there's a group of people that I, I'm trying to network with to support the local community. They're not all optimal in any way, shape, or form. Not 5D. They believe in evil. They believe in negative energy. A buttload of crap is crap to me. I'm going to have to put up with that. But they have connections and we can help people for real. So helping people means let me roll up my sleeves, use the knowledge I've gained, and see how to apply it with compassion because shaming people doesn't help anyone. The actual people who need compassion are the same people who, when getting into modulated, go rigid on each other and just create more of what is not pleasant. They create more of those groups. So here's where boys and men are being done a disservice by this way of people with their idea of feminine needing to rise up and triumph versus understanding that the perfection is the balance of the two, which is actually quite amazing when you find the mature feminine, a true mature feminine for humanity as a whole will always let you in on a little secret. I try reminding myself of this every day. Nature cannot destroy itself. (laughs) Death is part of a cycle. There is no destruction. The only ones who think that that is what humanity does are the very same ones who are blinded by their own ego and don't know left from right or right from left. And you know what? They're part of the problem, not the solution. They're the same ones who get in their egos. They look at you like they think they know everything and they actually have this stance that they take. And then they got people who follow them because those stances make the insecure people from our evolutionary science, like my lovely political science man. I love that dude. I can't wait to read his book. And as he stated, because in the past we needed the strong men, which to me, I mean, just let me flick you over right now. Because I'll do nothing with your big muscles if you have no brain. I actually don't even find it physically attractive when I see certain types of exaggeration. Like, do you know about proportion? And I'm the least aesthetically knowledgeable human being on the face of this planet. I do not know how to do aesthetics. I let my lovely family do that for me. But I can tell you, I ain't very beautified by those big men or the women and or the neutral gender i feel it's yucky i don't like it it's out of proportion and i don't know what why they're doing that but hey some people are part of that group i've seen them enamored with bodybuilding one of my actually coaches for my scoliosis is a whole bodybuilder lovely man and oh my gosh he talks excitedly about his nutrition and all these things i'm like wow okay you know who I love? I love my Australian guy that I go to watch sometimes. What's his face? He's a laugh. I love him. He, he, he teaches you about well-being. But long story short, the men and or women that look to uh, basically what our, our ancestors, alpha whatevers, are still living in that time. Uh, I don't look to those people as smart. I look to them as ignoring the fact that their evolutionary stuff is ruling them. And now they're looking up to a leader that looks like a rock. And someone who's emotionless, and I think that they forgot that emotions are part of the journey of life, and they really didn't just learn to be 
okay with their emotions. But again, these are all side notes. On this lovely enlightenment special, I, I actually had an enlightenment time for uh, another day previous to this one. So I'm, I'm still in Kali and Shiva and Krishna Lila mode, very, very fired up. So the important data point before our time moves forward anymore, he explains the development of the brain. Uh, and that's why, again, I have to watch it because I fell asleep. But he's talking about the brain development. And he said, you know, for many years, and he gave the, the, the years that men or women were prioritized in helping them to get into more education and to bring women to equality, right? So fem feminism. And as a young adult or teenager, I did consider myself that. I gave myself this title for some time. And I believe it was when I was returning from college. I was either 21 or 22. And around that age, if I'm not mistaken, where I actually, yes, because I took my sociology with my gender and equality class, and I learned about a lot of different aspects. And one of them was how the same gender sociologist people kept saying, if we keep dividing these male-female and doing this, we're always going to keep it separate. There is an equality, plus there's different traits. Like there's a way that enlightenment people will talk about this. It's not disregarding the injustices. It's not getting into a sympathetic state. So it's not being in modulated body types and thinking, I'm going to yell. No, it's actually recognizing, again, the patterns of the patterns and the parts from the outside looking in and evaluating with equanimity. This is why you give all pieces of a pie the same attention this is possible physically your mind is able to analyze all aspects if you put to the side your own likes and dislikes which is easy when your own intent is to help humanity to be more human humanity means to be in your ventral vagal nerve that's the social engagement system activated and your insula lights up, your amygdala, because you're alerted to something that's of importance to you, by the way, your ego, you, the person, because that's the only time your limbic system, is it valuable to me? Which is why if people learned about us versus them, and maybe started to learn about rigidity versus flexibility, and get themselves to flexibility, maybe they'd grow into enlightenment beings by themselves, all alone. Some will learn it through maybe therapy, maybe not, because they're only going to potentially therapy to help themselves, which is still great. I'm happy. I'm happy people go and work on their mental health for real and not pretend. And there's great somatic experts and sensory motor experts and trauma experts out there. There's also not so great trauma people out there that are still spreading the word of, oh, here's 10 ways how to get underneath the skin of a narcissist. That person needs to be taken down, in my opinion. And here's where, oh, but then we're going to control that's exactly the point. No, let's not control, but let me let you in on that to me is evil. You have a licensed therapy, whatever you are, and you are telling people how to get underneath the skin of a narcissist. You're labeling the narcissist who needs help, basically like the devil's child, which they are not. And then you're also ending your video with saying this is what empowerment is. So you're also giving a manipulative version of what empowerment is through your own venomous mouth that is inclined to create more separation consciousness and you have a license and you're online and you know so here's where is anyone going to be able to discern that yes those of us who love humanity 
not the ones who are looking for confirmation bias because they think they've been with a narcissist and now they're looking for ways to prove it to themselves and therefore hmm oh i looked up what a narcissist is from these people they're all licensed here's what they are you know i've been accused of things as well because of my ability to be equanimous and in my ventral vagal no because confidence leads people to basically be triggered in their own insecurities it's it's fascinating when people use words i pay attention and i make sure to distance myself from anybody who remotely considers me somewhat non-trustworthy because that means that they can't handle a person who's confident one two because they state statements which whether they hear their words or not i do and it's not because of offense by the way it's because i'm a smart human being I'm stable, mature, I'm adaptive, I'm rational, and I'm teachable. And you know what I do know about egos, and especially people who don't hear the words they use with other people? It means that they're not a mature version of themselves, which means that once they've said it, it is within their little unconscious, unconscious place. And so that means you don't actually trust me. And they use that word trust not in the way that enlightenment so aged person does. They use it in the way that all people who are insecure do. They don't have a sense of security. So you better bet that I'm going to watch out because my back ain't safe with you because you think that I am actually capable of something. And really what I'm going to do is move away because, again, I don't make friends with people who don't know how to learn to grow together. It's called not a friendship. If I need to be concerned that you think I might hurt you emotionally, we're not friends. You don't know me and I obviously don't know you. If I need to be concerned that you will potentially emotionally hurt me, that's not likely to happen because my emotions aren't something you can hurt. Now, you can be spiteful, vengeful, malicious in these ways. These are all aspects that don't hurt the feelings of an enlightenment soul age person because we will know that that is an indication of how you feel, not me. Envy is an insecurity. Jealousy is an insecurity. It has evolutionary science behind it your amygdala is alerted that i'm valuable you're envious because you can't match me or something along those unworthiness cycles of shame that people have that they don't become grown-ups about so they're gonna use their insecurity and up oh, there you go oh i think she's a horrible person or something along the lines of jealousy because you again want to have that value for yourself because our species depends on each other to keep surviving and those are very much a part of our ancestors emotional stance when it comes to being afraid of losing a member of the tribe that's going to keep them alive which again fast forward that's actually not what's happening here right so somebody is just jealous or envious or spiteful or vengeful because I'm a confident person. They don't know how to be confident themselves and they are immediately in their, I, oh, because I, I forgot, by being a 5D mystic. And this is where it's not like we actually have any awareness that we're doing it. We will speak certain things that people will find true. And, and then if they don't want to you know, expand with us, they're, they're, they're this, I don't, I don't have any words, I have my attachment style friend, as I presented to her when she used the word tactic or strategy, uh, you're insulting me right now, and our years of friendship, I have been here, stood by you, I don't have the time you want, I, I don't feel that that is actually tactical, I don't physically have the time you want, but hey, go for your narrative, and in fact, lo and behold, that's how human suffering gets used by a person who's in an ambivalent attachment, avoidant. They just 
ghost you basically that's again not something new and we don't have an issue with any of this by the way because we understand that vulnerability means you need to be comfortable with yourself and we want people to feel safe so that's why person who doesn't feel safe we won't be around them we won't want to be around them because you don't consider me a safe space that's not cool i will move away from you that way you can feel safe with whoever it is you want to feel safe with and with all respect so people who are mature feminines with mysticism and all this stuff that isn't magical powers we all are a nervous system with mere neurons that can pick up on each other the difference is a person who's in an integrated mind with a restorative embodied self is an open channel to not only the relationship with energy it's all energy we're all one big ball of energy but we don't actually use karma because we're in dharma what i'm saying also is we don't have implicit memory like oh my god because 10 people in my past lied to me i'm gonna think you're gonna lie <laughs> i was a teenager my teenage ex-boyfriend cheated on me throughout our entire relationship never once did i think oh let me start being jealous of you no I, i'm I, i'm against jealousy it's an insecurity i'm not insecure of our relationship i know how old we are i think this is something that can happen and you're not my property and anyways i want you to be happy as a person so i'm sure we can talk it out because that's what words are for it's for communication I didn't realize that people wouldn't learn how to grow up. So back to the data point of the boys and men that I keep on deviating from. What was important to note is where he shares, this author, this person, how boys, the brains, um, they actually physically develop one year slower, which is something that people know. And here's where, if you remember, our executive decision maker, the, the frontal cortex, or the, uh, what was it? The, no, they're called something different. I'm forgetting my words, um, but anyways, there's, there's a, on the side, I forget what they're called right now, but our executive decision makers, they finish developing by the age of 25 for women and 28 for men, physically, the biology, so I know some people are gender neutral in that response, but respect, but physically, <clears throat> so here's where he's stating the whole one year of difference, maturation, which I also had heard that boys are not as mature, but he's talking about their actual brain's capacity. And so in this snippet that, again, I remember before dozing off, he says we should have boys start school a year later. And he was presenting how educationally boys and men, they're not being supported to be able and leverage their optimal state which I personally uh, will agree with, meaning that equality is not about something that is specific to our preferences or thoughts. This is, this is the part of where the feminine and the people who are right now only doing spiritual stuff or spirituality by claiming, because the feminine, by the way, is the body. So this is where the entire team of also people in somatic, sensory motor that are understanding trauma from the body, they're voicing, the, the smart ones are voicing, they're not insulting. And when I say smart, again, stable, mature, adaptable, rational, teachable, the ones who are yelling, they're modulated, they have hurts, like the narcissistic lady, she has a hurt that she hasn't healed, she's still unsafe with humanity. So she has the modulated, which is in the sympathetic. So she's got her group, other people got their group, and there you go. You got 3D, 4D, all these other soul age groups and whatever rigid form they're in, they're yelling and insulting each other. And they're talking about one group needing to dominate the other because of suppression, which is something that is not in any way, shape or form of a true mature feminine. 
of a true spirituality anything. And so here's where I'm going to give you what a true spirituality for a person who's in the infinite higher human consciousness potential realm. So from me as a human being, a very stupid human being who though has a relationship with this field of energy called consciousness. So yes, I am a 5D mystic. I use the word, not that I like using labels, but I definitely can tell you that I got more than just one way to share with you experiences, which I won't try doing necessarily. But when I see educators, when I see people who embody the very thing that they've decided to embody as their identity, when I see other soul age groups, and when I see, I'm going to use the spiritual, the old soul age group, uh, I see the presence of the areas that they are not aware of. So when it comes to, let's say, science, my example is when I witnessed uh, one of the educators presenting in a mature form a data point versus one who did not present in a mature form the data point. And what I mean by mature is with the awareness of oneself and external. The data point with maturity was mirror neurons are empirical data people. They don't all agree on it. So some don't believe in mirror neurons at all. I do believe in mirror neurons, so we're going to use it to contemplate and to learn about the mind and the brain. So this is Daniel Siegel. The other is in another format, a class. I don't remember my professor's name, and it was in a different way because it was a question that came up. And in this case, the response was less mature because of instinctively from the mouth stating it's not a truth. They don't exist. The person stated their opinion immediately versus what they eventually led themselves to express. So see, instinctive is the part of our implicit memory being reactive, our preference, our karma, our like or dislike. Okay, so a left mode predominantly versus a person who has a complete integration of left and right, not good or bad, just a different way of presenting information. In this case, though, they're still an educator, so obviously their reactivity will not be taken into account as reactivity by an unaware person. And when I say unaware, it means by person who didn't have also another teacher who's in the same field like I did. So when I heard the reactivity, I had already in my mind the information of not all of the people in the mental health community believe in mirror neurons, but some of us do, and this is how we allocate it. And here's who we are, and here's our names, and here's why, and here's our studies. So I had that, and then I have the instinctive reaction of a person who's teaching, by the way, about stuff. And I'm like, okay, this is fascinating because whenever any one of us is talking about, if you will, a topic, you would assume there would be full awareness. But that's where we all will have learning that comes. So instinctively, I knew because of also realizing the navigation of the person is a predominant left mode, they're still, in fact, on that journey of bringing in their full right mode. And long story short, eventually they state, at the end of the day, some people believe in them, some don't. And so it's at the end, though. They first say it's a not truth, it doesn't exist, uh, cancel it, don't think of it, don't believe in it. And then they open up to leaving a little room for, okay, well, it's not not proven, it's not proven. So that's where that different modality makes a difference because the one that is reactive with their personal preference just closed down something that is not proven or disproven. 
and they chose their modality because they think not of the fact of what they just did because they don't think of the fact that that's my opinion they did not give consideration to all of their colleagues they decided however it is when they began learning about it all on their own it's not a truth because it's not yet proven they gave their personal opinion they're an educator they're qualified so is the other person and here's exactly why subject matter experts somebody wanting to flaunt their rules of whatever they know or not and this whole list of subject matter experts is a lot of bullshit for anyone who's in the indictment so age group all information is useful <clears throat> that's because our emotions don't rule us what rules us is is the fact that i'm learning information and you don't know all of it and and here's where even when the whole god conversation for me came up i'm like you're all knowing you're all powerful i think the people that are talking about the devil and evil apparently don't know that they must have not heard those words because somehow i see that they're using you and they're using you to create more hurt instead of love and i see that all these psychology people have been able to explain to me why people do what they do and it has nothing to do with this devil demonic whatever you're talking like whatever these people are talking about i don't believe them and because i know and did hear that they said you're all powerful all knowing i'm going to say something different because of how i learned about you from my heart and here was where i learned about god from my heart in a person who has given free will to choose to do good oh by the way back to nature and how a actual mature feminine knows that we're not separate from it but we get to see it from all of the different dimensions and i'll never forget when i knew i was opened up to even more of these dimensions it was amazing my, my mind connected to the whole universe even though obviously i can't prove that one but my mind in this dream state i was opened up to what is that have you ever seen a picture of the galaxy of the infinite stars with the purples and the blues and like that yeah Oh, that was amazing. I was so fascinated by that moment. I still remember it in my brain. Um, so we will note that there's a reason for duality and that it's not because there's an actual entity called evil. And that's because we will have thought of what evil would look like. And there is not one person on the face of this planet that I have heard of. Now, I do know people like to group them up in the social stuff, so what they've done. I'm saying, from an intellectual perspective and a mind, and I do know people, again, they, they will tell me about people who have done vindictiveness or revenge. I'm going to use that one. I'm going to use the people who become resentful because of how much they must have loved something, but because of whatever happens, so they ruminate and ruminate and ruminate and they grow. Their resentment grows to the point of where this is actually... Let me go find that quote because it's ideal for this one. Found it. So it is by Kelly Wilson, PhD. This is where it's an NICABM.com course. It's left unchecked. Resentment can swiftly take root and grow into chronic bitterness, anger, even hatred. And they have uh, skills you can learn from 19 experts about how to help people to let go of chronic grievances and deep-seated bitterness. And he says, Kelly Wilson, right here, PhD, if a person is spending so much emotional capital on hating someone, there is a longing that is equally potent. That's how much that person's love might have meant to you. The saddest thing about people who talk about 
the mature of any the maturity of any one of us but they have not moved beyond belief systems so they will look at spirituality or spiritual stuff with this idea of there being negative energy or entities of evil and they will equate behavior into these words this is why i choose to let you in on a little secret evil doesn't exist what evil equals is blame and guilt which is basically a person who has a shame cycle humiliation and miserable who is already living in a body that is either dysregulated or modulated and a brain that is non-integrated so they're not actually able to easily allow their neural firing from right to left to happen because their corpus callosum and hippocampus are compromised in their growth for unresolved due to unresolved trauma their prefrontal cortex will also be compromised in its growth with unresolved trauma and again the connectome as well is less interconnected because of unresolved trauma so the brain is less integrated which is what it means to not be able to be flexible adaptive or energized it means that in order to even try to coordinate and balance the neural firing between left and right it's going to be challenging and if they don't work through that anger and rage that's coming up from their brainstem and they don't work with their actual emotional stuff, which is coming up in their body, and they're not looking at how am I going to treat this human being in front of me or whatever it is. So here's where evil is not evil. It's a person who actually has a lot of unresolved trauma that they didn't tend to. Now, when it comes to this structure and function of the brain, it's called a rigid, non-integrated brain by those who study it. And this is where when Daniel Siegel, I begin my interpersonal neurobiology class with him, he says there's two modalities. So we have the uh, mental health diagnostic model that talks about all of the different spectrums and they look at structure and function and it is provable that what brings non-well-being is a rigid mind, a non-integrated mind. Mindfulness is supportive of you moving from non-integrated to integrated. This is why yoga supports you and why mindfulness is considered by people who are religious as something spiritual this is all messed up because it comes from a discipline that has its foundation in something that is called spirituality the, the good spirituality you learn it from said guru the people in the middle they bring together different topics which is great and dandy but there's also our science people so Here's where Enlightenment Soul Age Group, we bring all of it together. Human, spiritual, and spirituality because they all have a foundation. Again, evil is not evil in the way of a demonic anything. Thank you, Patrick McNamara, for doing his bit on neuroscience with demonic possessions and nightmares. And he explains and shows on this video what happens to the brain, what they're seeing happens to the brain. And also what studies, he's, I don't know how many or not many, this is where they're still building all their empirical data, so the people who want it, they can wait and keep believing in evil for as long as they want and be in what is a immature feminine, by the way. Immature because if they're a true feminine, as someone who comes from that perspective, they would only be speaking with compassion from their mouth, and that means infinite higher human consciousness potential. It's here, it's always been here, nothing's gone wrong, nothing's gone right it's called human evolution and guess what nature does not destroy itself but humanity did go through evolution of their brain so here's the go jealousy and envy is something that comes from our past as does the fact that we don't like to 
feel those big emotions, the big S. This is uh, what other studies have found. As for people who are in rumination cycles where they're in shame, blame, fault, revenge, they don't know compassion of self because it begins with having compassion for you because they're unworthy. They were not seen, sued, helped, none of it in some way, shape, or form in their first year of life. Or, as Daniel Siegel points out, there are those um, categories that they're still looking into so that the structure of the brain is what goes into rigidity however they're finding in time that mindfulness and mindsight and supporting people giving people safe spaces to be their imperfect selves to share their implicit memory stuff in a safe environment to learn about how to relate to each other to be able and accept that their burst of energy, their burst of emotion, their anger is not to be something they want to be ashamed of, but that they can learn to master and work through and not because you're a robot, because of a person who has softness. When people meet the rigid leader people, they don't learn softness. They learn how to be just another version of themselves. They don't tap into their vulnerability. As long as you look like a rock, you're not a person. You're a rock. As long as you are a person who moves into a very hyper, uh, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God, uh, you're suffering of something. So there's avoidant, ambivalent, and then the disorganized is all over the place. So the part about the boys and men, it was to say they have a way of developing their brain differently. I totally can't wait to watch this video and see, hopefully the person can make a dent in the system somehow because it is unfair to not make it something uh, clear and normal uh, that some groups might need later or just adapt the teaching to that. The same thing goes with ADHD. They're looking into that. So adapting a system that serves more than one type of child, this doesn't mean something impossible. What it means is having people who are open to knowing that it's not the end of humanity because we are allowing what means differences to be a part of the equation. It, the only reason that there is a divide right now when it comes to this is that the ones who are being loud are the individuals who are making use of this moment of spirituality and growth of this and the spiritual stuff too, metaphysics, esotericism, and yada, yada, yada. They're having those groups of people give them a voice. They're using it in a way that is not the actual mature version same thing goes with the opposite when we look at the political stuff, if you will. And, and I don't want to get into that, but what I see is that structure is masculine, which is where politics, and that's why that is considered the suppressor, patriarchal, blah, blah, blah. And it's because it's structured, and so it's rigid, and there's been an abuse of that. But this is the part, the abuse comes from a time of ignorance. 4D people and the ones in the conspiracies want to keep on using their stories, which is where, no, this is not, well, one, that the part of me knowing that this is not going to make its way into anywhere in this lovely 2023, I have had that proof that I was waiting to see 
because it's been already a long time that I know spirituality and spiritual stuff, it's going to be out the door because science proves everything that all these different realms that I'm still learning from talk about. So I don't, I'm not a story fan. I like, give me the data. I don't want to hear your opinion. I want the data. And the more opinion you give me, the less likely I'm going to, to hear you because you're not giving me what I, what I actually can learn with. When you give me the Superman story or the Superwoman story, now I'm just tainted in like La La Land where, oh, I'm so, it's, it's, it's very clear to a mature feminine when the ego's in town because it's a baby. It's a baby, you know what? So here, I'm not going to get specific on this one, but I'll never forget when I was watching another person, very, very, again, a leader, and as they're spilling out their beans, I'm like, okay, dude, you really, you're supposed to be the one that gets to set things straight in a certain way. I'm starting to see, but that's the part. I have an ego too. What's mine? Mine is humanity. Leave them alone. I'm compassion lady. I'm the one who people can say, oh, but you're a pushover. I'm okay with being a pushover. Just don't threaten my life. Threaten my life. I'm going to hopefully run away in enough time so I can live. And so I'm saying physically. Other than that, and I don't consider it a pushover. I actually don't have to do any of the uh, other stuff because there's plenty of people that are bummed out about life and wanting to give all these rigid rules to each other. I think that one human being who's fully in compassion is not a bad thing, actually. I don't think, by the way, that's one human being. I think it's more. So structure, yeah, structure pisses me off too. But you know what I realized? So here's where enlightenment comes. When you're able to see the um, short sidedness of biases because you care about humanity which means about every person which means you care about the fact that everyone has an ability to live out their potential as a person science explains why compassion is important it's only the people who come out of shame cycle that don't get to become enlightened because they are all too busy yelling and modulated with rigid people and that's where uh, they're all they're all, if you ask me what evil, they're not evil because evil, <laughs> evil would totally not be seen by you. So the part about evil that gets me is that, yeah, I contemplated if it existed. It doesn't. I've not found one human being who's intelligent. Nope. Resentment is not intelligence. It will be clear when someone does something out of spite because they're vibing it because they're not an adult. They're in a very, 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 very hurt unsafe body is all i'm going to say and it's heartbreaking to say the least and that's where as i've said before i don't know the word anger in the way that other people do i only know the word very very sad very 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 sad and it's not even you know i can't even go and say it's about anything that is in heaven or hell because that doesn't exist what exists is a field of energy that has a uh, specific charge state and that's about it. So back to where I was also headed to share with you on how to be compassionate with each other because the part about knowing where you fall short. When I came out of my class and I was just contemplating things, as I contemplated, I also contemplated that being in the space of feminism would create a... Um, it's an opinion. It's not the right thing. It's not the right way. You can't exclude a group. That, that doesn't create equality. That doesn't create, create fairness. It creates a different thing. And furthermore, it's based on a hurt. It's based on uh, areas that are not brought to wisdom 
which is where equanimity is and healing is. And, and really, healing is neutrality land because it's accepting this forgiveness. Thank you, Daniel Siegel. Accepting and giving up all hope of there ever being able to be anything different. Your past is the past. It happened. It can't be changed. So the people who are right now excessively in the feminine stuff are not in anywhere near wisdom. Same thing goes for the opposite. They're holding on, rigidly speaking, to what their identity is. And it doesn't matter on what side of the coin they're on. They're on. If, if they're an enlightenment soul age person, they're standing here like I and saying, hey, stop having sides, please, because we are talking about our lives and we all care. And we all respect all of the different bodies of knowledge. We don't like you too much, rigid people, but we will respect you too. Stop getting people to yell at each other, though. Can you get it together and soften up? People who are yelling, stop insulting, and, and in many different ways, shapes, or forms. The Enlightenment so age person will not be saying, hey, let me tell you how you have to eat, drink, sleep, and do that. No, that's not an Enlightenment so age person. Uh, enlightenment will say, let's empower you with some varied information here, and let me try my best to share with you knowledge that will allow you to have food for thought, or you're going to go down that cognitive dissonance route, or maybe you're going to go down another route, find all that confirms what you already believe in and don't want to, you know, like, it is what it is. We don't meddle with it, but we don't deny the truth. So the truth would be that data shows us things, and when it comes to brain development, boys and men's brain development is in a different state which is where creating educational systems that adapt to people's learning habits is a good thing if we want humanity to keep learning yelling about it is not a good thing and it's unnecessary and choosing to be on one side of a coin or another again it's not about you if you identify with it fine be an adult about it even if i had stuck to being this feminist which no i'm a human i'm not a feminist and and Plus, I have masculine and feminine energy in me, and I'm good with this knowledge. I love it. Um, I also don't actually think of there having to be a word for it. Um, you will notice who and how people are. I love personally the pronouns, the, that, but I understand that that's what I grew up with, and that's what I prefer. So I have that feeling. Others feel differently about it, and that's where... They're looking to uncover for themselves who they are. I, I firmly feel that there is no time and space. And so right now, because it's a time of change, there's new ways, there's new words. And actually, this is from my gender and language class. I learned about how words go through transformation. And that's one of the reasons why sometimes you'll get educated people who go rigid and say, no, no, but the dictionary can't change the definition. I, I got plenty of them, and I, I, I keep quiet because they're rigid and upset. And I'm thinking, I said that statement maybe once because we all will come from rigid thinking. We, we're, we all will have been children who did not know that there's this vast body of information that keeps building. Once you get beginning on that, you realize nobody knows everything. So no matter what anyone says, you're like, okay, <laughs> thanks for that. Love it. And, and yeah, that's why for me, everyone's pseudoscience, even the empirical people, because you know what I know? They don't know everything. 
tomorrow there might be a new data point and I'm open to it and you don't have to be nobody asked you to be and if that means my brain's falling out so be it I can pretty much tell you though that it's not falling out because I actually am actively participating with society I just have a different way that I want to learn because I like to stay open-minded with all information since not everybody knows everything and that's provable even though people, oh, well, if I die today, then I won't get to find out something new tomorrow. But hey, you know, the part about um, when people look into, when we look at the psychoeducators, when you look at the physicists, when you look at actual people who are continuing to research with the knowledge that they gain more information, they're all opening to flexibility. The ones who are rigid, they don't like the new information. This is very straightforward. I mean... <laughs> You can always tell with the tone that a person's presenting to you something where they're coming at. And as soon as someone gets rigid, I know that they're not open to conversation. I know what they don't like because they've made it sound so. And then if I do try to talk, it's only because I know that it's okay and we won't get into some type of, you know, spit spat. So it's something that I can do. But my gender and language class was the one class that showed me how words go through transformation and I was like oh well that makes sense and then when I read the one sociology book on how societies basically everything that is considered societal culture goes through transformation and when I read that one I was done with everything in any type of organized I was like okay I laughed at myself I was like how do you not know this Maria every time I've learned more I've always been like how do you not notice this so much common sense so much common sense, <laughs> but that's for us right-brainers. So the true mature feminine is not going to stay in anywhere, shape, or form in one area, which is why um, we don't want to live in the mountains in one type of clothing or not. We do understand the importance of tending to our environment and to our water and to appreciate the elements and all of the lovely energy stuff and everything that I'm going to keep learning and share and bring to you. We don't agree with creating this idea that only one side of the coin, which would be spiritual or spirituality, is the truth. No, science is now able to explain spiritual and spirituality stuff, and they're going to keep doing so. And this isn't a competition between the masculine and feminine energies. They don't compete. The only people who think it's a competition are the same people who are, one, not in the Enlightenment Soul Age group, Two, not anywhere near an integrated mind or a functional adult or restorative embodied self. Therefore, they're not in a 5D spectrum of their state of consciousness. They don't know how to be grown-ups with their mouths and to accept gibberish when it comes their way because my stuff can be gibberish. The ones who can, we actually have quite the enjoyable conversations. I've always shown respect to those empirical data people and they've shown it to me i've also learned how not to waste people's time with the 5d mystic stuff because it is a waste of their time it's not a waste for those of us who experience it which is why there's the paid subscription-based model content for anyone who's a mystic who wants to move into 5d land i don't talk about the light worker's life for all because you have plenty of 4d years telling you about that stuff I want to support the people who want to move into their expansion of consciousness. Stop calling energy vampires energy vampires. These are not energy vampires. These are human beings. And they need people who can be adults and stop calling them names and actually provide safe space because they can't take your energy from you if you're in compassion because you're using your prefrontal cortex, your differentiated self who knows how to be present 
you attune, you're there, you don't have any opinion, your oats ain't going on, like, oh my God, this is someone I need to be worried about because they're going to take some shit from you. No, no, none of that. This is a person and I, and we're, we're dialoguing. If they're in a type of nervous system that is agitated, I might notice I get to practice how to bring me, myself to neutrality. That's the Enlightenment Soul Age Group this year and moving forward and my 5D mystics. There's not energy vampires. People can't suck your energy from you. This is called our actual bodies communicating with each other, which is something that actually Stephen Porges talks about. So does Daniel Siegel. So the science people that I get to learn about being a human from and get to share with you. So again, masculine, feminine, it ain't a race. They exist. Neutral gender exists as well. Still masculine, feminine energy. You got both. You learn to be balanced. You learn an integrated mind. You learn how to be a person. You learn how to leverage your brain. You don't need to do yoga, by the way. You can just practice it by choosing to be loving to your loved ones. But hey, yoga's fun. Sadhguru's fun. I love learning from Sadhguru. I love using Shiva, Krishna Leela, and Kali. They express very well a lot of emotions that a person in the Enlightenment Soul Age Group will feel. The part about the gender stuff, I, I learned it was bullshit when I was that age and to, to this day. Now it just got way louder because people have a bunch of people that are allowing them to be loud on all sides, whether it be structure with the people who are insulting 5D mystics. It's not funny. It's not cool. That ain't, that ain't right. And the same thing, though, goes for the other side. All sides that are insulting the other side and limiting the expression are basically limiting potential for us. I won't limit us, but I will also present to you my opinions from time to time. You know this. So, you know, again, no ego sensitive people. If there are any, please don't tune in because really, you know, if you can't choose love and understand that there are ways that people can move beyond belief systems, again, uh, I'm sorry, but belief systems are for those who need a story told to them. And some of us don't need a story because the story of life is really, really great. When you can learn to use the very education that has been building year after year after year, and you are in Mahasamadhi, so you don't use it to identify because you know that your your name, which means your person, and you're learning, <laughs> you're learning information, you're not identifying with it, and then you understand that a rigid mind means that there's something that doesn't feel good inside, which is an implicit something is important to tend to doesn't mean you need to say, oh, I agree with them or not. No. What, what's the deal? What are you upset about? It's a two-year-old for a reason, by the way, or a five-year-old. It's, it's stuck in time. That Those emotions, they're frozen in time. This is what people don't understand because the rigid people aren't talking to them about emotions in a way that presents to them the updated information. They're telling them that emotions are stupid. I've heard more than... or. That science is stupid, and none of those two things are true. Nothing is stupid. What's stupid is somebody actually believing only one group of people about anything and then not looking into things, and really that's not stupid either. It's a matter of choice. You get to choose if you want to enlighten who you are and if you want to expand humanity, and that would mean benefit all of humanity, not just some people, because it can be done. The only people who think that we have to continue to use fight or flight are the same people who don't know how to be in a flow state and don't know how to leverage their actual body's desire to move into restorative embodied self and their brain. They're going against their nature. 
Now, they don't know that that is most likely due to an attachment wound and unresolved trauma, but they don't know because they choose to think of emotions as stupid, unworthy to check in with somatic sensory motor therapists or just to look into why am I getting so pissy with someone when we're just having a debate on something that we agree with or disagree with and yada, yada, yada. It's very clear when you're not actually handling your nervous system and mind like an adult and when you're not in flow. Being in flow is you being able to lead from your own heart in a way with your imperfections, which is very easy for those of us who move into our self-empowered, enlightened version. And the Enlightenment Soul Age Group is pretty awesome. If you get here, I'm sure you'll have much to share. And if you're in another Soul Age Group, but still 5DC, you're still going to enjoy stuff. We're going to have lovely debates the same. So looking forward to hearing from you. Have a great day.